Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on VOCNation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, VOCNation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at VOCNation. Welcome to another edition of Bumps and Thumps, the talk of wrestling. I'm Brian Ferguson. My guest today is a rising star on the independent pro wrestling circuit. He is part of the men with morals, considered by that by his fans and himself alike. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to introduce Mr. Bert Cameron. Bert, thanks for coming on today, uh, man. Thank you for having me, Brian. It's a pleasure. So I love talking, and this is just the perfect outlet to do it. So Yeah, no. I uh, invited you on. I've seen you uh, a few times at Mid-States. I know you do other promotions as well. Yeah, hence your advertising, yeah. And, uh, you know, I've always liked what I've seen. And I'll tell you, Mid-States to me uh, is producing such a great product, cards, uh, wrestlers, if you will. Um, I'm very – I've been very impressed. I've been watching – Mid-States for about, oh, I'd say about a little two and a half years now, uh, either in Harrison or here in Springfield, Missouri, and uh, just absolutely love you guys. So kudos to you guys for the the cards you put on. So, all right, I got to ask you the question. All right. Men with morals, tell me that, how that idea came about, what, 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 what was brought on by this? And, and, and I thought I thought the question was, did Jay charge me full price for this T-shirt? And the answer is always yes, always. Well, I was I would consider the space cowboy. He doesn't he doesn't get discounts. No, so you just be thankful he's providing the opportunity that you can buy one of his T-shirts. And there you uh, go. It looks good on me, so I got to wear it. it. It does. It looks very good. Well, let's talk about your men with morals first. Uh, How'd you come up with that idea and, and what kind of, I mean, it's a great concept. I mean, I absolutely love it, but kind of tell yeah. us a little bit how it came about. It, I mean, it developed just kind of naturally of we were in training. I'd been training for, it was three months and everybody was like, oh, you know, you're ready. You're ready. You need to start thinking of stuff. And I was like, man, I don't, I don't feel ready yet. Like I'm, I'm still real new on this. Like we train under Niles Quanquay. So that's, you know, just shoots us to the top of, I mean, he pushes us and teaches us everything we need to know and make sure that we're on our, you know, to it to the T. And we were sitting there and I was like, all right, there's a guy, uh, Ernie Elwood and I would hang out a lot. We trained a lot together, started spending a lot of time together. We would go to shows. Uh, we cut a lot of Journey Pro shows as they were running and worked our way into mid-state stuff. And he came up with his name from his grandpa. So both sides of his grandfather's names were Ernie and Elwood, were their middle names, okay. I guess. So okay. I was sitting there, and I, I kind of laughed. I was like, man, like, you know, you're picking your last name is, is the hometown I currently live in in Kansas. And I was like, what are the odds of that? Like, I was yeah. like, first I thought he was taking a rib at me on it. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, like, I'll just kind of joke around. I'll make my last name your, you know, hometown. So that's where Cameron came from. Okay. We were just hanging out, drinking one night, and one thing, just one conversation led to another, and 
He's laughing. He goes, since I'm Ernie, you should be Bert. So, yeah. <laughs> Bert and Ernie concept just emerged. And at the yeah. time, we didn't have men with morals or anything like that, you know, determined for what we were going to do. And uh-huh. uh, it, it just worked. I, I know a girl who does a lot of design stuff, so she made us up a gimmick of the Sesame Street logo for men with morals once we figured out the name. And, I mean, that yeah. one's a, a good story in itself. So yeah. we. We were at we were at a show. I forgot my wallet at home. And, yeah, what a great day! Uh, they, were beer. they were serving beer, and I I really wanted one. And I I talked the bartender into. I was like, just let me have one. Like it'll help. Like really get me into you know cheering on everything. And they're like, yeah, go ahead. Like it's for charity anyway. It's like they'll cover it. Um, so I had my one beer, and I'm sitting there and really enjoying the show. And there's a girl that kept coming up to us. I had my hair down. She'd come over and compliment me and all this stuff. And I was like, man, I was like, I'm one beer in. Like, this girl's got to be six, seven, eight beers in. It's like, and she just, she just kept, kept coming at it with everything she had of just, oh, you should go with us and party afterwards. It's like, ah, like, I don't have my wallet. Like, I, I'm not going to depend on somebody else to cover me on this stuff. I was like, I got to get home and work the next day. Like, I had all the excuses, and I'm sure she thought it was just bullshit excuses of it. But I was like, no, this is legitimate. And I was like, plus, I was like, it's not that much fun with you chasing after me like this. And (laughs) Ernie just kind of looked over at me, and he goes, man, you do have morals. And it just kind of clicked. He goes, maybe we could be the men with morals. And when you think about it, I mean, it's something that wrestling misses, that there mm-hmm. is, if, you know, we want to be the over-the-top good guy of, you know, we carry ourselves with morals and, you know, we just, we're, I always tell people I want to, I want to get back to winning wrestling matches the right way. Mm-hmm. So everybody wants to be the heel right now and they think, oh, I'm, you know, ever since Stone Cold Steve Austin, which, I mean, it was borderline, was he a heel? He was the anti-hero type deal that, yeah. you know, he's taking down the establishment, but I was like, you know, nobody goes out and says, I'm going to go be the face. Like, I, mm-hmm. I want to be the face. I'm going to, you know, do this the right way and try, you know, yeah. try to win people over the old-fashioned way. And it's something I wanted to do. I mean, I even pitched it. The, I was like, I'm willing to lose, like, my first 50 matches just to get <laughs> people to care about me. Like, just let me get close. Like, tease it. Like, oh, this is going to be the time. And, like, yeah. we're going to be there when Burt Cameron finally gets that victory. And yeah. And it, Fortunately, I've won a couple matches, so I didn't. I think I started out. Well, actually, I started out one and zero. I won my tag match debut at mid. Well, there you go. But I, <laughs> that's all because of the headsman. So I, I've, I've yeah. got to give all the credit to him on that one, and it was yeah. a fun time. And but I made the joke with everybody when we got back to training. I was like, "You guys ruined my my whole gimmick. Like I wanted to lose. I wanted to build sympathy, and I was like, yeah. here I am, undefeated." I was like, I'm on my way to being Goldberg. So <laughs> I, I a thousand matches. Out, <laughs> yeah, I evened it out with uh, I think five losses in a row after that. So uh, okay. I, I did well. I got back on my my path of what I was after. So uh, that's awesome. Well, that's a great story. Um, different, but it's 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 interesting because you're right. Most Today, uh, 
not just the story behind it, but what you're talking about uh, is very rare, I yeah. will. Well, and even your story is rare because 99% of most men uh, that are single yeah. would have taken advantage of the opportunity that was presented to you, and you did not. So even well, if you I mean, had to work was, the next day. I was single at the time. I just, yeah. It just no, I know. I, wasn't yeah. in the cards, and it's like I, yeah. I just wasn't feeling it. I was like, man, I yeah. this yeah. isn't, you know. It's yeah. shooting fish in a barrel, and I mean, I've had <laughs> had those easy layups before. I like more of a challenge at this point. So, well, well, that's good for you. I, I'm glad that's an interesting story. All right, Bert, I want to rewind a little bit back to let's talk about you growing up. Where'd you grow up at? Uh, where'd you go to school? We involved sports, things like that. So uh, I bounced back and forth. My parents got divorced. Uh, my mom lives uh, south side of St. Joe. Uh, strong family ties to there, and it is it is its own community in there. You got a the population of St. Joe itself seventy five thousand plus, but you get into the south end, and it's it's truly its own little town. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody's there. It's you know support the local high school. You know take care of everybody around you. Yeah, there's some there's some rough rough parts to it too but for the most mm-hmm. part you see like that small town community and then uh thankfully I moved away from there in middle school I moved over with my dad and uh I'm from Wapena Kansas it's small town uh real small town I like to tell people that you know we were the largest graduating class in over a decade and they're like oh yeah and of course they're up listing off oh we went to school with hundreds of people like you know, there's 200 plus in our class. And I was like, yeah, we were a large class, 40. And wow. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, you knew that's everybody cool. and everybody knew you. So, yeah. of course, you know, that, that opened up opportunities to play a lot of sports. Um, every sport that was provided for us, we played. It was football, basketball, um, track. I, I enjoyed track, I guess, the most of we, we'd make cookies and hang out and, <laughs> yeah, I I always said I was more of a field team guy because all what I was really good at was throwing javelin. So okay, that's uh, just one of those rare things. I know a lot a lot of more states now you know are throwing javelin, but at the time I think there was only ten or fifteen states, and it was always fun. Like we'd have a meet where like schools from St. Joe would come over and. You get guys that are like, "Oh, I'm throwing javelin. I've never done it before." And it's like, "That's just a stick." And it's, ah. <laughs> there's a little bit more to it than that. But um, so yeah, we we had fun doing that. Football, we weren't that good. Uh, buddy of mine that we're still friends to this day. He's college football coach, uh, Coach McQuillan. Great guy. Been friends with him ever since middle school. And mm. I mean, we we've been through thick and thin, ups and downs. Uh, really that that bond that we made in high school of you know kind of knew we were going to be friends for a long time and Mm. I credit that to sports and honestly we weren't that good at sports so we (laughs) we went 0-9 my senior year in high school in football so that sucked Um, a couple close losses but we had a lot of blowouts I I know we played Uh, Pleasant Ridge, which is out there around Leavenworth, and I want to say we lost to them 82 to six in 11 man football. So yeah, it 
it was a tough ass whooping that we took on that one, but yeah, it's it's something that sticks with you and it get yeah. I mean, it's helped me for wrestling stuff too. Of like, you know, win or lose, yeah, it, it's fun to win, but at the same time, you can take something away from losing, and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't ruin your day. So. There you go. Good attitude. I like it. I that's great. Getting into the business, so tech, kind of talk to us, Bert, if you would, how you got into the pro wrestling business. I mean, what what drove you to that? Yeah, to do this. Yeah. I mean, I've always been a fan, so I can think back to, I mean, I was probably fourth or fifth grade, first time that I saw wrestling, uh, friends that I lived across the street from, their dad had it on, and I just, like, remember the old WCW, I think it was Saturday nights, where they would come through, like, uh, it looked like a bank vault to me as a kid, like, it'd roll away and the smoke roll out, and the first person I remember seeing was Hacksaw Jim Duggan with two by four and the flag, and I was like, this is absurd. Like what, what's going on here? Like it just, it didn't make sense. Like all this is going on. And then this guy walks out with two by four, like I'm confused, but I'm, I'm intrigued. Like what's happening here. And it just grew. And of course that was in the prime of, you know, your attitude era. And the, you know, I started watching probably 94, 95. And then, you know, it starts taking off in 96 and, like you might as well have not shown up to school on Tuesday if you didn't watch Nitro or Raw on, on Monday night because that's all everybody was talking about. So yeah. every kid trying to do the people's eyebrow. You know, I had at one point in time I had the double Mohawks because I wanted to be a Hawk from Legion of Doom, <laughs> which is a weird one to think of, but yeah, just just to be different. Like everybody yeah. wanted to be Austin, and I was just like, ah, I just want to run around yelling, I guess. So, um, so being a fan, I always, I always thought about trying to do it. I debated on going in my early twenties down to uh, St. Louis for Harley races, Academy stuff, and just never pulled the trigger. Um, I grew up raised by a family that, you know, work mentality first. We own a bunch of rental property. Um, they made, made sure that like I, in school and I did all that stuff and then had a good job to go to and I'm thankful for that because I'm I'm well off for what I'm going to do the rest of my life and mm-hmm. part of me wishes I would have taken that shot but it wouldn't have been the same like I mm-hmm. wouldn't I wouldn't be who I am today if I would have gone down there at the age of 24 you know mm-hmm. and made those decisions I just kind of shrugged it off I played you know rec sports and stuff uh, a lot of volleyball a lot of basketball and one day there's a girl that works with me that's like, ah, I found out I got a brother. And I was like, okay. I was like, why are you telling me this? And she goes, she sends me a link and it's Niles versus uh, Kalisto at a SmackDown dark match. And I was like, we were there. Like you went with me to this, you know, and we watched it and we had a great time that night of partying with everybody down at power and light. And she goes, yeah, I found out this guy's my brother. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, that's awesome. I was like, when yeah. do I can meet him? Because I want to meet this guy since he's a wrestler. And it just turned into he trains people and everything else. And it just, it, the perfect storm of everything. He's 20 minutes from my house. I was like, this is great. Like, let me start doing it. And I mean, a lot of guys that I've worked with have, you know, credited me for that, for mm-hmm. just having a mind for the business, I guess, that, as always watching it and kind of I gather a lot from my sports 
and everything else yeah. I can take from that, you know, I understand it's not about winning and losing. You know, they yeah. go out there and it is, but, you know, Gary Graham told me, he goes, I can go out there, I can lose a match, and you'll remember me more than you remember the winner. So who really won? So, good point. Yeah, very good point. I was going to say, uh, Niles, I have heard nothing but fantastic things about him as a trainer, a mentor uh, in, in the business. And, uh, you know, it's great to hear that because uh, sometimes, you know, and some people try to take advantage, you know, you're, okay. you're, and, and but I've heard nothing but so much positive and how he trains you the right way and, and has you, you know, think ahead about what you're going to do and, and things like that. So I, th I think that's such a great thing. And I hope it just, I hope it expands to other organizations, you know, like they just don't cut you down and, and toss you out. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. mean, it's just, yeah. and that's, I mean, I've, I credit everything to him of like, just, I mean, we had to sit there and pay attention, but mm -hmm. I mean, if you're not presented with, you know, we're presented with the highest quality of standards and training that probably yeah, anybody yeah. throughout the Midwest is going to give you. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's still, it's up to us to take that knowledge and what do you do with it? Like it, yeah, it's a lot of him, but if you don't listen, it's not going to work. So there's a lot of people right. that have, that have come through the doors and spent some time with us and they walk away and they're like, yeah, you know, I've been up there. I've been up there. I understand it now. And it's like, ah, man, you, you came one night. Like, you, know, <laughs> you read a page in the book, like we're, you know, we're up there eating dinner and talking over strategies of what makes sense of, you know, you know, you punch somebody, you see all these guys just throwing blows back and forth and, um, you know, they're, he goes, you watch him and he'll hit somebody and, you know, and shake that hand and it makes you question of, did he really hit him? Like, yeah. you know, he hurt himself, which isn't something you see a lot because everybody wants to be tough, but. If you want to make it look like, you know, you're you're showing that you're really hurting somebody, you kind of got to hurt yourself in the process. So yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 great. I want to ask you this: so, how long have you been in the business? I have. I'm coming up on my one year of matches in July. Oh my gosh! So I've had. Oh, no, that's. I, I'm doing that because that's again yeah. surprises me. Yeah. Because. Um, that tells me that Craig, I'm sorry, Niles, is yeah. is doing his his job. He's he's doing the best, and yes. no complaints from us. Of yeah. um, that's what I know. My second match I ever had, I got done, and some guys in the back were sitting there talking, and they're like, "Oh yeah," they're like, "So like you're on your like fourth or fifth year, right?" It's like, "Oh God, no!" Like this was match number two. I was like, it was my first singles match ever. Like, but I was, I got to work heel. Um, it was before I had the whole gimmick going. I had the name, yeah. but I, I didn't have the gimmick. My gear was actually delivered um, that day to my house as we were driving to the venue. And I was like, son of a, like, I, I had, I, yeah, I had Craig's boots. I had his you know, singlet. <laughs> so I was, I was uh, a yeah. Niles Jr. in a way, just, yeah, I didn't yeah. quite have the character gimmicks of yeah. all of it. No, I, uh, you know, your your 
significant other when yeah. I uh Judy when I talked to her uh, a while back, well just a few months ago actually. Mm-hmm. Uh I couldn't believe it when she told me uh this was I think April. Yeah. And she said I it's, it'll be a year in May and I just was yeah. like uh, I, really? I think I started training. It was a month or two before her is when she showed up. That, and, I mean, she's just pure athlete. It's there's times that well, obviously you are too because no, um, no, no, no. I, I'm you, smoking mirrors, smoking mirrors. So <laughs> I, I gotta tell you, whatever Craig's doing. I mean, I haven't been to your sessions, your uh, your workout sessions, or your training sessions, but. Obviously, he he and his assistant trainers or whatever their titles are, they're they're doing a fantastic job. And uh, kudos to him and and to uh, all you guys. I, yeah, I mean, I know it's hard work. It, I know it's hard work. I mean, you're just, you're taking bumps and and uh, let's talk about that. You know, you you guys when you, you let's talk about your first night. Okay, you show up to uh, Craig's training. Yeah. What? <laughs> I, I actually had to back a... out. Um, oh, okay. Well, so, so I backed out. And I had a tryout. I had a tryout set up with him. Okay. And I broke my big toe like oh. two weeks before I was going to go up there and try out. And I was like, oh, man. Like, so, and this was a couple of years. This was, it took about a year for it to get to the point where I was ready to go. Um, yeah. Because I broke. I broke it and I was like, man, this is like the week before. I could barely walk. Um, yeah. Some of my friends were giving me a hard time about it. They're like, you know, you get into wrestling and, you know, you're going to get hurt. Like, it's just part of it. You're going. And these aren't even people that are wrestlers. They were just, because yeah. at the time I didn't really know any. And they yeah. were just like, don't, you know, don't chicken out of this. Go do it. And I was like, if I can't walk, I'm not going to pass a tryout. So, why would I go try out, get told I'm not going to be able to do it, and then, like, just ruin every thought, hope, yeah. and dream of it? Um, mm-hmm. So, which that led into something great for me anyways, because that turned into, while I was at the gym, a girl that I know owns a club volleyball team, and she asked me to be a coach for her, and I ended up coaching middle school girls volleyball, which which sounds terrible, but it's probably one of the best group of girls that I've ever been around for like coaching wise that oh, wow. That's they, great. they all got along like attitudes were you know positive towards the whole thing we played yeah. up I think two years they were 13 and we were playing 14 15 year olds okay uh, but they taught me how to like just to have fun so yeah. they tried to teach me dance moves I think I learned how to do the gritty which paid <laughs> off the wrestling match so <laughs> That year Um, helped me really kind of develop a lot of character stuff that maybe I'd lost over the years of um, they wanted me to come back and be their head coach. And I was like, I got this wrestling tryout. I'm going to see how it goes. And they're like, okay, well, you become big and famous. Like, don't forget about us. And, of course, like, I start traveling and doing other stuff. And they're like, oh, you're going everywhere. I was like, yeah, yeah, like. Uh, close like we're we're going yeah. to little towns and you know it's starting to pick up and a lot of bigger doors are starting to open but yeah. we're having yeah. a blast and yeah yeah so i try out yeah I, I think i'm like i know i'm not in the best of shape anymore as i mean i'm right i'll be 36 this year 
So Oh hey, young. Yeah. That's why I keep hearing that. But it also doing this, um I know I don't have all the, the years and the wear and tear on me, but the the mentality <laughs> is, you know, I I know I've got a short window. So I got a very small window to do what I want to do. I'm having fun, you know, and going out and giving everything that I've got. And that's what I mean, that's what everybody should be doing if you're going out and doing this. Like, it's, yeah. you know, we choose to do it at that yeah. time. I mean, yeah. Been working out for two two years, probably solid five, six days a week. Oh, um, wow. I trimmed down. I was 280 when I started working out, and I got down to lowest was 212. Oh, so, Wow. Yeah. Wow, yeah. That was when that was when they let me have a light heavyweight title match. So that was that that's paid off for me, but now I'm starting to bulk back up and we'll yeah. just, we'll we'll twist it as a dyslexic character that weighs two forty and swears he weighs two oh four. So <laughs> All right, Bert, let me let's move we've worked you've been in the business mm-hmm. about a year. Benda, I know you work for Mid States New Breed. Uh, I saw uh, you. I work for New Breed yet? I'm sorry. Okay, I keep, correction. I keep showing up to their shows. They're going to get me on some stuff though. We're okay. We're in talks of doing some work with them. So okay. SICW? Huh? SICW in St. Louis? Um, I went out. We went out to the St. Louis show because we see Herb all the time, and it yep. just. Well, a lot of times it's just trying to work it in the schedule of. Okay. I, I remember seeing you up there when the fan fest. Yes, the fan fest. We went up. Um, I guess yeah. yes, I did get a wrestle for him. I was in the battle royal. See? So that counts. I yeah. That it was, counts. It was, it was a brief stint. I got to eliminate Dread Roberts. So. <laughs> I, well, there was I mean, no way. I mean, he rode out there with me. There was no way he was going to eliminate <laughs> me and get a ride back home. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was a oh. time because uh, I was in there. I, I was like, man, I've done pretty well. Like, we've been in here a little while now, and uh, they just announced Brandon Beretta and the Top Guns coming in, and they got a good little pop, and he started working on me in the corner. I was like, throw me out. Like, just get me out of here. And he's like, really? You, you sure about that? And I was like, man, they're they're <laughs> popping for you right now. They're happy to see you. They're gonna be real happy to see you throw somebody over the top. Like, and I was like, I gotta go back and change. Like, it's a win for me. It's a win for you. Like, let's keep this going. And yeah, I, I felt good wow. about it. And yeah, I joke, I joke with them now. Every time I see them, I was like, you know, we could start something now. Like, I owe you some ass kickings for throwing me out of that, but. Yeah, no, uh, I, I, I'm just so surprised that you're at a year. Um, yeah. I can't even. All right, so who is somebody you've worked with that you just, chemistry-wise, either as an opponent, mm-hmm. tag team partner, that you guys just, you're, you're on all cylinders during the, the match? Um, Donovan Era is one of them. He's one of the guys that I started working early. Um, we've worked some matches up in Minnesota and it just, it clicks like we're, we're around the same size. He's Mm -hmm. such a great technical wrestler. 
of just he can lock you up into stuff that yeah he'll work heel up there on me and he'll get me locked up into something and people you know that care you know they're starting to care out there in Minnesota and they're like all right let's go like I know mid states they they'd be really behind it of once I got free and I got yeah. out you know I'm Jay's house of fire is what he likes to, to call me <laughs> so try to get those fire ups and I, yeah. I can't quite hit that cylinder that Colton's found but I'm I'm working my way there. You, yeah. You know, you guys, I mean, you, Colton, let's see TV, uh, Austin. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You guys uh, are just, yeah, and, and I just had an interview with uh, Austin a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, same thing. You guys are all, I mean, he went to, Partly, but I mean, still same kind of concept. His guys are all on fire. Well, he's just I, he's putting in matches like that. Dude is, yeah. like you said, we're we're coming up on his 100th match once we're in Wichita coming up this week, and like, okay. man, like you've doubled up. I know he runs another character, so there's times where he gets, you know, he doubles yeah. down on those nights. Yeah, 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 yeah. So props to him yeah. on that. Of, but you've yeah. got to put the time in, and you know. He's got that opportunity, and he's taking full advantage of it, and he's going to be really, really good. So, like, he might even yeah. borderline greatness, but I can't, I can't tell him that. So, yeah, you know, yeah. he watches this, right? Oh uh, yeah, he'll watch it. Well, that's you got to. Well, I'll always remind him. I uh, we went down to Nixa for the new breach yeah. show that they did, and I'm yeah. standing there talking to him because he's like, "Come down, like." You know, which I planned on it anyways. I had the weekend free. I was like, let's, you know, see what happens. If I get booked, I get booked. You know, if not, you know, worst case scenario, I'm watching wrestling. Like, that's mm-hmm. not a bad day. And right. then to top it off, it was at a carnival, so I had funnel cake, you know. <laughs> yeah, it was a great time. But we were standing there before the show, and a lady looks over at me, and she goes, are you a wrestler? And I was like, ah. It's like, I might be. Like, why? Why, why would you say that? She goes, well, you look like a wrestler, and that guy in the suit looks like he could be your manager. <laughs> <laughs> so, I it was Austin, wasn't it? <laughs> it was Austin, yeah. Just to the tease of, you know, he's looking great, but at the same time, it's like, hey, Austin, yeah. like, she thinks you should be my manager. He's like, oh, man. Like, no, no. Like, I'm a wrestler. This is what I do. Uh, like, you look like my manager, man. Like, you got to. Yeah. <laughs> that's great that's wonderful I, I'm all right so that. yeah oh yeah yeah it would be a great match yeah uh, i know fun. it would be yeah so title wise um have you had an opportunity to wrestle for any yet or are you still kind of yeah i'm i'm still the tapw light heavyweight champion so. okay that's that is, what I was at, yeah. Based out of Junction City, um, they just announced a show today for July 8th, so I okay. will be there on that. Uh, okay. I, I don't know who I'm wrestling yet. I know I'll be in it, so, you know, it's going to be a fun time. Um, mm-hmm. Really, I've got I've got my eye on Duke Cornell and that Tiger weight title that he's got for him, but I, I came up short, so came up short the last time that I wrestled him. I yeah. I don't think anybody could have handled me with two championships at one time. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's um, talk about that. You got uh, Bert, you got some events coming up here, so let's talk oh, about yeah. that. So let's talk about your uh, your upcoming 
bookings, if you will. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I made a fun little graphic of kind of kind of ripped off an idea that I gave to a buddy of mine that's a football coach. He runs a program where he does uh, football camps for high school kids to get them into yep. colleges throughout the country. And every time that he adds a new state to wherever they do camps, he adds it to his logo, in which was one of my ideas because I've always liked the state outlines. I was like, they're unique. They're cool. You know, even yeah. though I live in Kansas, it's a rectangle with a little bit of a squiggly line. Like, yeah, it's it's still pretty cool. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do that. I was like, I got five different states I'm wrestling in this month. I was like, so we're gonna be busy, and okay. we're starting off uh, June 2nd. We go to Wichita for mid states, uh, okay. for the Special Olympics, uh, crowning a Kansas heavyweight champion. So that'll be fun. I, hopefully, I'm in the mix on that. I yeah. haven't heard anything. I I don't know where I'm at on the card. I I show up. I'd say I say I show up. I shut up and I do my job. But I talk a lot, and okay, it, it's helping me. I think with Jay, he at least gets my jokes most of the time. So yeah, yeah. um, do that. Judy is booked at Core on the ninth, and okay. they they let me tag along on it because uh, they'll find something for me down there. I know we've talked yeah. about it yet again. Don't know what I'm doing. Don't have any big headlining match. It's just uh, probably get thrown in a battle royal or something. I'll put on some face paint and go out and have some fun. <laughs> yeah. It's go. a different character down there. So There you go. Yeah. Got to play yeah. different characters. Yeah. Got to switch it up every once in a while. Of yeah. Just, you know, yeah. test the waters and see, you know, what else you can do and just have fun with it. And then, yeah, yeah the day after that um, – She'll leave for Minnesota. She's going to fly up to Minnesota to wrestle for Steel Domain. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, we go up there quite a bit. I've got uh, JJ's show for Mid-States and Harrison for the 21st anniversary. Okay. Yeah. So that's a that's a quick little drive. Uh, and then the 17th of June, I've got – I'll return to Steel Domain for the first time since last fall. Okay. And I'm excited about that one. It's a great – just great organization that they run up there. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of fan support, you know, a lot of white T-shirts running around with that blue street sign on them. And I'm yes. sure the pink, the pink ones will go will go over well for them, too. And then yeah. the 24th, we're, we're back in Springfield. So. All right. And I'm going to that. And uh, I am so looking forward to seeing you guys. It's uh, – I, I'm telling you, uh, if you're listening to this or watching this guy, or ladies and gentlemen, Mid-States Independent Pro Wrestling is, is to me, like, just as good to me right now during this period, or even better than the, the considered top tiers, the WWE, the AEW, the Impact. To me, because, one, you guys are working so hard to – you know, get to that next level, and it shows. Yeah. Two, you don't charge an arm and a leg uh, to get in, and, and your merchandise is, is reasonably uh, priced. And, and finally, three, just the overall quality of the of the product to me is, you know, you're not sitting and talking in the ring for 15 minutes. Yeah. You know, and then have a five minute match. Yeah. And then the same thing. It's just a, a, a like a cycle. Yeah. 
is so refreshing, you know, and when we come into your guys' for mid-states, I don't need to take over here a little bit, but I'm telling you, you guys are so friendly, user-friendly. You don't push your merch. You don't, you know, if I want to take a picture with Men With Morals, Burt Cameron, he's not going to say, well, that's 10 bucks. Bert, no, no. Burt Cameron's going to take a picture with you at an event, no charge, and his merch is right there, and when you just say, hey, you talk to me for five minutes, I'm probably going to look at your merch and I say, you know what, you got some cool stuff here. I'm going to buy one of those T-shirts, or I'm going to buy that picture of you or whatever product you probably got there because you're not pushing it on me or my kids or my grandkids or whatever. That is the refreshing part of it for me. Yeah. Um, that's, I was saying I, it's borderline for me of like, you know, if somebody wants to buy your stuff, they'll buy your stuff. Like mm-hmm. I put a lot of, you know, thought and mm-hmm. just precision into my logo and everything that we've yeah. got going on. Um, I keep trying to find new ways that are a little bit different. Um, I've got keychains now that are pretty oh, okay. cool. Um, that's cool. So they're little, they're little one inch keychains. So they're kind of perfect where they don't get in the way. But the yeah. logo was just that perfect little, like, hey, it's Sesame Street, you know, kind of mixed yeah. in there with it. And, yeah. you know, it looks good on, on a keychain. And I yeah. should have bought bigger magnets, but I ended up with one-inch magnets. I give those out to kids all day. Like, I think they cost me a quarter per magnet. So I'm like, this isn't a loss. Like, I usually yeah. make a joke about them. I was like, if you get good grades, it's like, I can give you a magnet to hang your, you know. <laughs> they don't get their report cards on their fridge anymore, but. I was like, it's no, probably, it's all online now. It's all online, but and like they look at me and they're like, we don't know what this guy's talking about, and their parents get it. And I was like, I was like, but it it can only hold up one sheet of paper. It's it's a real thin magnet, like you, only the best right here. And um, so yeah, just trying to find things like that, it's always fun. I yeah, I've gotten some pretty good deals. I guess if you order enough t-shirts, uh, the place that I get my shirts through, the the girl threw in a big stack of stickers, so I don't mind giving cool. those away sometimes. I right. you know, I, I do pretty well on my merch that, you know, little stuff like that, it goes a long way. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. throw, throw in something free when somebody, there's there's nights where I've sold 10 T-shirts, which mm-hmm. is impressive of, you know, Lincoln, Nebraska, there's a lot of men with morals fans up there, which, yeah, which is impressive because I was a heel that night. But I, I guess they... Uh. You know, you got they got to balance it out. They, they, yeah. well, they, they, they lost, know deep down you're a good guy. Yeah, they they lost their own <laughs> spring game up there in in Nebraska that day, so I I reminded them of that and ah, got to throw in those little jabs. Yeah, yeah that's good. They, oh, that's great. It was. Oh, it was yeah, no, I want to thank you so much for coming on tonight, folks. I'm going to tell you one more time, uh, Bert Cameron. I'll have his social media uh, platforms on the uh, on the description below. Uh, he'll have his dates, I'm sure, on his social media platforms, upcoming dates. You heard it here. Go out and support these guys. These guys are busting their high ends, men and women. Yeah. His significant other is a, a fantastic uh, female uh, wrestler. I believe she's a uh, women's champion in um, where where is she? MWA. So MWA, yeah. Out of Lincoln and uh, yeah. Omaha, and, they they run up there and yeah. yeah she's she's Judy Azul. She she she's 
Like I said, they've been, they haven't even been in, not even, well, a little over a year. A little over a year. And, 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 and they're, and that's great. I mean, that just tells you. It's a lot of the credit of like, like you were saying, a mid-states, you know, uh, if you look at that card and you look, you know, everybody's in there and everybody wants to go out and do their best, but, you know, they want to see you succeed just so they can say, hey, you had a good match, but I had a great match. So everybody wins at that point. You know, the fans are leaving happy every night. Uh, Yeah. You know, I guess, I mean, really, the only person to hate on in, in that whole thing is Stephen E. So, <laughs> my man, Stephen E. <laughs> so, he, he was actually the one that, that pitched me the pink shirts idea. And I, I was like, man, Stephen, I got a lot of white shirts I need to sell first before. And yeah, I now, yeah. I, I will tell you, if you watch the podcast I had him on back in December, he has a, your t shirt on. Yes. I, I took a screenshot of it. Of I just yeah. I was scrolling through and I try to post anytime somebody sends me a picture of them wearing the men with morals shirt. I yeah. I spread the word about it of letting people know it's out there. Well, that could be a double edged sword. It could say, okay, he's got a little morals, but then Stephen e, is he trying to recruit you into his stable? No, no, he's just trying to lie to people. <laughs> the, the beauty of that shirt is that you know there's a lot of people. Uh, my best friend, his wife, and then. They had two of their friends with them, and they have probably three or four kids total that were running around with them, all in men with moral shirts, the white ones just running around. And, like, he's sitting there, and he goes, man, he goes, I bet these people think we're like some, like, church group or something that came into a bar with kids. They're like, they've got to be confused right now. Like, no, it's pro wrestling, everybody. Like, and then yeah. once you tell them that, they're like, damn, I got getting tricked into talking about wrestling now, but it, Hey, right. you know, we're trying to find our fans, get them back yep. any way we can. Yep. And yep. You, know, you guys are doing great. That conversation. That's, you know. and I'm going to get one at the next Springfield show at the, right. June 24th there. I'm going to go, I'm buying one. All right. Sounds so, good. And yeah. So one more time, ladies and gentlemen, men with morals, Burt Cameron, if you see him on the marquee or on the poster or on the social media for an event, go out and see it. It's not that much, $10, $15. You're going to have a couple hours of your time. It's going to be time well spent. So, Bert, thanks for coming on tonight. Really appreciate it, sir. Yes, thank you. Folks, if you're watching, thank you. If you're listening, thank you. And if you haven't, please subscribe, and we will talk to you soon. Hey, this is the Total Package. Lex Luger, you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Cassie Fist, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are. And we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts, and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. 
VOC Nation hosts will include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Nick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Bill After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, Tony here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the <coughs> World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think, uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing. Uh, Bruno was an early champion. Yeah. Here are exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. So after, and once again, we're speaking here with Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiants? Well, actually, it was uh, uh, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a Did loss. Did have anything to do? Well, yes, but the whole thing is that the rules, as I always understood them, was that the title could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. 